is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Hey, it's Jacqueline back with a new episode. So I was taking time to figure out what do I want to talk about? <laughs> what do I want these episodes to be? And, you know, I'll, I'll still talk about running. I will definitely still talk about that. It's just that running is not the number one important thing in my life. It happens. Um, no longer marathons, unfortunately, but yeah, running's not the most important thing in my life. And you're listening to this podcast. I'm guessing that it's probably not the most important thing to you. It's a part of you, but it's not your full identity. And there are other things that you're trying to figure out in life. And that's really what my coaching has evolved to be. I thought I wanted to be a running coach. I thought I was going to help people, you know, get started with running. And over the years, coaching has evolved into helping people get consistent with something. Um, I help clients get consistent with meals. I help clients get consistent with movement. Sometimes that's running. Sometimes movement is just walking every day, exercising every day, um, going to their gym, stretching at the end of the night. I help clients get consistent with sleep. Um, with a morning routine. Actually, that was a call today. We started the call thinking it was going to be about one thing and it ended up being a call about, hey, you actually need a solid morning routine because your morning is the thing that's effing up the rest of your day. It's not that you have a problem with food. You don't have a strong start to your day and now you're not eating meals and that's what's happening. So anyways, um, yeah, coaching has evolved from running to focusing on strictly imperfect eating and food to really focusing on helping people create systems for self-care so that they can get consistent with something. And then with that, their mental health improves, their body image improves. Um, they just feel happier in life, less stress. Um, so that's what I want for you. And I think that that's what these podcast episodes are going to be about as I'm in this stage of my life. That's kind of what the podcast is going to be about. Um, so today we're, we are going to talk about getting consistent with something. But before I do that, I want to leave or uh, I want to share a comment that uh, a client wrote this past week, um, just kind of showing you what could happen if you too also get consistent with something, if you create a system for yourself and you get consistent with it, what that does for you, right? Okay, so the client left this comment in my online program. She said, my system for meals is going well. I am consistently having 5P meals for breakfast and lunch. I am snacking and binging much, much less frequently. And if I do, it's not as bad. Um, this week, I had an aha moment on our call, which is me uh, recommitting. It really clicked with me when you explained the difference between giving myself permission to have dessert versus being permissive with dessert. Today was great, much less stress about eating dessert. So that's that's huge. <laughs> Getting consistent with meals, not being afraid of food, much less stress, reducing stress. Um, about healthy eating, reducing stress about food, that has happened because she has gotten consistent <laughs> with eating the five Ps. So that's that's what I'm excited about, helping people reduce stress, helping people simplify their lives, helping people feel happier and healthier without going on a restrictive diet, without micromanaging food, without micromanaging their entire day. So let's get into the meat of this. So how do you get there? <laughs> 
how you get to that place where you can reduce stress and healthy eating isn't a super stressful thing. And the way to get there is you need a system. If you do not have a system, um, there's no way to simplify things. If you don't have a system, you're constantly guessing and thinking about what you should be doing instead of just like executing on your plan. When you have a system, you just show up and you basically follow the actions and you move on with your life. And so when she was sharing like the the breakfast, um, we we actually haven't even had to spend a lot of time thinking about what to put in meals. It's like you need the five Ps in your breakfast. How can you make that happen? You need the five Ps in your lunch. How can you make that happen? So I do want to backtrack a second. Maybe you're a new listener. Maybe you haven't listened to episodes from years ago. Let's talk about what the five Ps are. Now, the five Ps, that is a system that I came up with for myself probably in 2016 um, after doing Whole30 a million times um, and realizing that I needed a different way of eating, that uh, a way of eating where I wasn't way on a diet and like I was super restrictive and I wasn't way off a diet and just eating everything in sight. So the five Ps, again, this is a system for eating, for healthy eating, super simple. Um, Plants, that's the first P. You got to have plants on your plates. Uh, Protein, that's the second P. A little bit of processed fun food, plenty of water, and plate it. So when I chat with clients, that's what we work through. All right, can you use the five Ps to build your meals, all of your meals? It might look different if you are gluten-free, if you are vegan or vegetarian. What goes on your plate might look a little bit different, but can you get the five Ps? And so having that system, again, simplifies meals for me. I don't have to micromanage food like I did five years, oh gosh, six Oh no, 2016 is more than five years ago. Um, seven, almost eight years ago, I no longer have to micromanage food. And for my client also, she can just throw things together. Um, and also it's not loosey-goosey. It's not like, oh yeah, sure, you know, just be permissive and just eat whatever the heck you want. Um, it doesn't feel good to be super strict with food. It doesn't feel good to be permissive with food. But having a simple system that is going to help you get consistent. And so when I talk with clients about creating a system, we do have some guidelines around what a system, like what it should include or it should be. The first one is it should be sane. Um, It should be something that you would be okay with your daughter or your niece or your young female student. Like if it is crazy, and you would not want this for them, then it shouldn't be included in your system either. So things like completely cutting out carbs. Would you want your six-year-old daughter to hear you talking about completing, cut, you know, cutting out carbs? Or if you don't have kids, your student or your neighbor or your niece, like, would you be okay with that? If not, then it's not sane. <laughs> so your system should be sane. It should be simple. Um, I always give the example of being able to teach it to a five-year-old. If a five-year-old can actually understand it, um, then it's some, it's simple enough. And you as an adult, that's something that you can execute on even on the worst day. Um, when we talk about things like tracking macros or 
following Whole30 or tracking calories or Weight Watchers points. Those things aren't simple. You can't do them when life is really crazy. You can't do them when you're traveling or when your child is sick or when work gets super busy or your parent gets sick or, you know, any of these times when life is really crazy, those ways of eating are not simple enough. You are not able to execute on them. So when you're creating a system or food or anything, it needs to be sane. You'd be okay with the five, you know, your niece doing it. It needs to be simple. You could actually explain it to a five-year-old and execute on it even when life is super crazy. Um, the last thing that it needs, it needs something that you can actually enjoy. Now, it might not be the whole thing that you enjoy. Like, for example, the five Ps. You might not really like plants and protein all that much, but when you put a little bit of processed fun food on it, it makes it something that you enjoy. So here are some examples of that. When I make a salad, um, yesterday I made a salad, it had kale and uh, romaine and, um, cabbage, my plants. Then it had some protein, um, some chopped up chicken, and then also some chickpeas. I am not super excited (laughs) to eat that plant, those plants and that protein. However, what I actually do enjoy is the ranch dressing that I put on there. I actually enjoy that. Um, I love putting crunched up tortilla chips. Again, something I enjoy is on this. If I was just eating a dry salad, you know, or just like dry chicken or when people try to do the whole uh, chicken broccoli rice, it's just boring. There's nothing there that you enjoy. You're not going to stick with it, right? And that's the thing. Your system is there not to overcomplicate things in life. Your system is there to simplify things, to reduce stress, to make it easy to execute And also to get consistent with this. Like if you can only follow through with these things when, you know, life is perfect and you're just in this bad mood where you're just being mean to yourself, forcing yourself to eat chicken, broccoli, and rice, you know, and there's nothing about it that you enjoy. Like you're not going to stick with that. You're not going to stick with that for very long. Or maybe you will stick for it for a month or two months or a year or two years. But at some point, you are going to get so sick of doing that thing. It's so complicated. It's so time-consuming. It adds so much stress to your life. There's nothing enjoyable about it. You're going to get so sick of that that you completely throw it out and go to the opposite extreme where you're eating everything in sight. And I've seen people do this with food. I mean, I did this with food. That's literally what happened with Whole30 in 2016. It wasn't sane. It wasn't simple. And I didn't have anything about it that I enjoyed. Um, And I went with, you know, the opposite way. I've seen people do that with food. And I have seen people do that with exercise. Great. You could stick with, you know, what is that program? 75 hard. You could stick with that or some other complicated um, workout program for a short period of time. But at some point, you're not able to stick with it and you go to the way opposite end where you're not exercising at all. It wasn't sustainable at all. So that um, that's the first, <laughs> the first little lesson in, in getting consistent with something. You need to create a system um, and your system should be sane. It should be simple. It should be something that you or should have something that you can enjoy. 
And then again, my example of this with food was the five Ps. Um, it's kind of crazy when I think about it. So 2016, I guess, yes. Seven, did we do math right? Seven years, almost eight years ago. That's when I started doing this. Um, I will say I came up with the name probably in 2018, so a few years later. But doing this, including these things in my meal, my meals, this started in March of 2016. Wasn't perfect. Took a long time to figure this stuff out. But like when I chat with people, it's like sometimes I chat with people that I've known from the podcast for years or they've been on my email list and they've been struggling with the same thing. You might be struggling with the same thing. You might've heard me talk about the five Ps, you know, at the beginning of this podcast years ago, but you're still struggling to get consistent with eating because you don't have a simple system or you're not executing, you're not taking action with that system. Um, We'll talk more about that, about how, well, how do you actually get yourself to take action? We'll talk more about that in future episodes, but yeah. If you want to feel better around food, your relationship with food, your body, you want to change your body in a way that's sustainable, you want to reduce stress, you need to create a system uh, for food and other things. Um, You can start with the five Ps. I highly recommend it. The other thing I want to tell you about is Consistency Camp is open. Um, This is the perfect program. Uh, the perfect jumpstart for you to getting consistent with something. If you've been struggling with getting consistent with meals or movements or mornings, and you're like, I need some help, this is the program for you. It is seven days. So it's a seven-day jumpstart. It's $7, a no-brainer. Um, it is only open at the beginning of this month, and there are only five spots. So as soon as it sells out, it will close up. It will open up again in November, but why wait? (laughs) Why keep pushing this off? Um, So that's the jumpstart. And then people might ask like, well, what happens after the seven days? Like, what do I do next? If you feel good, sometimes people are like, hey, this is all I needed. I just needed someone to chat with. I needed someone to help me get this jumpstart and I feel good on my own. That's perfectly fine. You can definitely do that. If you're like, hey, I actually have been struggling with this (laughs) for a long time and I don't trust myself to take action if I don't have someone guiding me along. I need that support system right now. So the next program to work with me um, and would be Get Consistent With. That's an eight-week-long coaching program. Um, I will say this. You cannot work with me and get consistent with until you work with me in Consistency Camp. I have learned that some people are not the right fit for my type of coaching. They don't show up. They don't take action. They don't watch the videos. They don't use the worksheets. Um, They don't show up to coaching calls or, you know, and it's just like, hey, this is not a right fit. So consistency camp, you need to complete that first and actually take action at it in order to qualify to enroll and get consistent with. So that is my last plug. Um, I'll post the link for consistency camp in the links, the show notes. There's no link for get consistent with again, because you have to complete consistency camp first. So um, that would be the first step. If you have any questions, you can email me at coachjacqueline at jacquelineracchio.com. I will be back next week. We will talk about another topic, possibly movement, possibly mornings, possibly, I don't know, if you have an idea of what you want help with, send me an email, but I'll have a new episode for you next week. It was so great to chat with you. Thank you for letting me be in your ear again. I miss you. Okay. Take care. Bye.